Section 39 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Patrick Randall. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truths of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis de Segur. The Lamps of the Blessed Sacrament. Light has always occupied a prominent place in the worship of God. The reason of this fact is a very deep one, but as we do not wish to enter fully into the subject here, it is sufficient to say that light is the most perfect of created substances, that it is the symbol of truth which enlightens the intelligence, and that our Lord Jesus Christ declared with his own divine lips that he was the true light and the light of the world. For these reasons, and many others, light has always been, amongst Christians, an integral part of their outward worship, and particularly of all that relates to the mystery of the Holy Eucharist. From the time of the Apostles, when the early Christians were forced to take refuge in the catacombs and other secret asylums, and to hide their sacred gatherings from all eyes, lights were never omitted and from that distant time the church has always shown a special regard for the custom of burning lights during the celebration of the Mass and the divine offices, and also in the veneration which is paid to holy images and the relics of the martyrs. In the catacombs of Rome there have been found, amongst others, magnificent lamps in gold, silver, and brass, in the form of wreaths of flowers, in each of which were burned, before the bodies of the martyrs, a certain number of wicks, replenished day and night by the devotion of the faithful. These luminous crowns were suspended from the vaults of the chapels of the catacombs, and honored by their brilliancy the sacred relics of those pontiffs, virgins, and martyrs who had remained faithful unto death to Jesus, the light of the world. When, after centuries of persecution, the Church could openly display the pomp and grandeur of her ritual, light once more formed an important part of the religious ceremonial. Popes, Christians, and numbers of the faithful following their example brilliantly illuminated the new churches with costly lamps, accompanied with endowments for supplying them perpetually with pure oil and light. And thus it is that, fifteen centuries after, we may still see a hundred and forty lamps surrounding, as with a brilliant aureole, the venerable tomb of the Prince of the Apostles, 
in the Basilica of St. Peter at Rome. Forty lamps, always lighted, burn before the relics of St. Cecilia, Virgin and Martyr, and indeed relics are never exposed at Rome for the veneration of the faithful without being honored by lights. If this is the case with the relics of the saints, we may easily conceive the solicitude with which the Church has always watched to supply at least one burning lamp before the sacred body of our Lord truly present in the Holy Eucharist. Here again, Rome proves herself the mistress of Catholic devotion, and nothing can be more striking than the effect of the seven lamps which burn in the great churches of Rome before the altar of the Blessed Sacrament. It is indeed to be desired that everywhere, in the smallest chapel, where the adorable body of Jesus Christ reposes, the priest and the faithful should have the means constantly to supply a lamp, as a mark of their faith in the mystery of mysteries. Coldness of heart, religious indifference, and want of a lively faith must, alas, prevent any manifestation as rich and as costly as in the holy city but it is at least necessary that one lamp should burn night and day before the blessed sacrament, and thus recall to those who enter the church the sacred presence of our Lord, and bear witness to the faith and devotion of his children. In poor country parishes, where the priest, with his limited means, has barely sufficient to supply the wants of those around him and his own simple requirements, why should not some pious women and young girls form an association for the purpose of keeping up the lamps before the Blessed Sacrament in their parish church? One might bring a little oil, and another some wicks, and another might come, morning and evening, to clean and trim the lamps. The principal person in the association would receive the little subscriptions, the pennies and haypennies, which would thus make this little work a work for all, for the poor as well as for the rich, and even for little children. And the good priest would be happy in seeing his parishioners anxious to aid him in this simple yet holy action. Soon, without doubt, great blessings would accompany these servants of the Blessed Sacrament, and religion would flourish in desolate districts which seem abandoned by God. The Sovereign Pontiff Pius IX, animated by a deep and tender devotion to the Blessed Sacrament of the Altar, attached a particular importance to keeping lamps always lighted before the tabernacles. He even enriched, with an indulgence of seven years, every act of piety, whatever it might be, by which the faithful should cooperate in this good work. Thus the poor woman, the poor workman who can do no more, 
may gain the precious grace of indulgences by giving a drop of oil, a penny, or even a farthing to honor the most holy sacrament. May the faith and zeal of all be reanimated, and may the blessed sacrament of the love of God upon earth be everywhere praised, honored, and glorified. End of section 39